Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 124 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking with Ellen Yin about leveraging the power of hashtags to grow your Instagram. I found Ellen through her course, Hashtag Hacks, which we talk about during the podcast, and we dive into how we should think about hashtags for Instagram and why they're so important and effective for people with small audiences. We also talk about being intentional with hashtags and the top three mistakes people make when using them. We also discuss making sure that we are checking back in with our strategy and seeing whether it's working or not, which is something that we advocate for on the podcast all the time. Ellen Yin is the founder of Cubicle to CEO, an online membership helping coaches and service providers make their first 10K month. The name reflects her own journey of profitability, bootstrapping her business from a $300 project to seven figures in revenue in just three years as a first-generation Asian-American entrepreneur. She has been featured on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna and contributed insights to publications like Yahoo Finance, MSN, Databird, Business Journal, Thrive Global, Her Money, and Blog Her. Through her results-driven online courses and services, Ellen has served over 7,000 students and clients, ranging from startups to Fortune 500 companies. Ellen is also the host of the award-winning Cubicle to CEO podcast, which peaked in multiple countries' top 50 business podcast charts and has been downloaded in over 100 countries worldwide. I loved this interview with Ellen because we get into some really practical strategy that you can use. And if you want to learn more, be sure to check out her course, Hashtag Hacks. I have gone through it and learned a lot, and I'm going to include a link in the show notes where you can get in for just $27. Hi, Ellen. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Samantha. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. I read your bio at the top of the show and gave a little bit of an introduction, but I'd love if you could tell us more about who you are, where you're from, and what it is that you do. Absolutely. Well, my name is Ellen Yin. Hey, everyone. It's great to meet you. And I'm from Oregon. I grew up here. I own my business here. And a little bit more about me is that, like many of you probably, I am an accidental entrepreneur. So it was never necessarily a dream of mine when I quit my corporate job that I was going to start my own business. In fact, I really thought that I would just continue in the marketing profession at another company, move to a bigger city. And so when I quit my job at the end of 2017, I actually didn't have a backup plan and just kind of leapt into the unknown, which was scary, but very exciting. And because I was in the right place at the right time, I think, and had this opening available in my schedule, I was able to land my first client actually from a contact at the job that I had left. And from there, it kind of just snowballed and grew. And when I started my business um, over three years ago, it, it was really more of a done-for-you marketing services type of business. And that eventually grew into a small agency 
Um, but right around 2020, we made a big pivot into digital products. And so now most of our focus and attention is on our courses or DIY courses and our signature program, which is a 12 month mentorship slash membership called cubicle to CEO and cubicle to CEO is also the name of my podcast. So the, the whole mission that we have behind that program right now is to help 500 women make their first $10,000 month. And so in that membership, we teach entrepreneurs who work with clients who sell services, how to make their first 10 K month without a large following or posting every day, which are two things that most people struggle with. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Perfect. That's actually one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is a lot of my listeners don't have a large audience. They might've been in business for a while. They're really good at what they do, but they don't have that big social media following. So today we're talking about hashtags for Instagram and kind of building a following using that method. So I'd love to start by talking about how we should think about hashtags specifically for Instagram. Absolutely. So hashtags are the way that I like to think about them is they are Instagram's visual search engine. So just like you would go on Pinterest or Google or YouTube and look for something, what I love about hashtags is that because they are search driven, the person who finds your content through hashtags is likely to be a much more engaged either follower or potential customer because they actually are looking for the exact solution or the exact topic that you're already posting about. Whereas when someone discovers you through, I don't know, their feed or an ad, it's a little bit different because you're actually trying to get in front of them. Whereas in this case, they're they're looking for you essentially. So Hashtags in in their most basic form, I would think about like if all of the posts on Instagram were little individual, um, I don't know, photos. If if you think about hashtags, they're like filing folders in a big cabinet on the internet that group together like content. Okay, so why are they so important and effective for people with smaller audiences? Great question. So I think they're so effective for people with small audiences because hashtags are the great equalizer. That's what I call them. Meaning it doesn't matter if you have a million followers or a hundred followers, everyone can get new exposure and traffic from hashtags. And it's not dependent on your follower size. So for me personally, the way I look at hashtags is yes, your content will reach a a small percentage of your organic following. But what if every single time you posted, you had the opportunity to get in front of hundreds, if not tens of thousands of new eyeballs and drive new traffic every single day to your content through hashtags, even if you have a tiny following. So that's why it's so powerful to me is this ability to bring new eyeballs to your content all the time, even if they don't follow you just, just through hashtags. Okay. So I know when I started using hashtags, I would just kind of put what I saw everybody else out there using, but I think we really need to think about it differently, especially if we're trying to bring in the right people. So how do we be intentional about what we're doing and how we are choosing our hashtags? 
Absolutely. So the the worst thing you can do is try to copy paste exactly what someone else did and especially to do it over and over again. So I think later in this conversation, we can maybe talk about some of the big mistakes that I see people making with hashtags. But just in general, when you're thinking about what hashtags to use, you have to realize that Instagram at the end of the day is a business and they make money by keeping their users on their platform for longer so that they can view more ads essentially. And so when you're thinking about content in general, but especially as it applies to hashtags, relevancy is always super, super important to them because if you use, let's say, I don't know, I'm just making this up. Let's say you take up a selfie of yourself, but you use something like hashtag car and there's no car in the picture, right? Or you're not talking about cars and you're just trying to, let's say, jump on a mega popular hashtag. The issue is that because it's not relevant, when someone is searching the car hashtag feed and they come across your photo, it's what's the word? It's not congruent for them. So they're likely to just like quickly um, either swipe past your photo or even just like hop off the platform because they're like, ah, oh, like that, that's not what I was looking for. And so because that user experience is such a priority to Instagram, you really have to align your content strategy, including hashtags with Instagram's mission. And when you do that, your content is going to perform so much better. So I always think about not only what it what is this post actually about like what am i talking about but also what is physically present in the photo because instagram has an amazing artificial intelligence that actually can identify objects and people in photos okay that's good to know we can't just make up hashtags that don't fit our photos yeah <laughs> when was the last time you checked to make sure your website was healthy the only way to know if your website is serving your business and working correctly is to make maintenance a regular part of your to-do list. I've created a maintenance guide at lemonandthesea.com maintenance that will help you get a picture of how your website is performing, what's working and what isn't, and the things you can work on improving so that you can continue to show off your expertise and bring in more dream clients. Inside, you'll learn why website maintenance isn't something to put off until next week, 15 tasks you should be doing on a regular basis to maintain your website, and the tasks you need to do weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash maintenance. Okay, so you mentioned some of the top mistakes people make, and I want to get into that because I feel like that is really going to help people as they are figuring out what their strategy does need to be is what to avoid. Absolutely. So the top three mistakes that I see people making with hashtags. And the first one I kind of just alluded to is the first one is reusing the same hashtag sets over and over and over again. So that's a big problem because if you're constantly reusing the same hashtags, especially in the same order, the exact same amount, Instagram sees that as potential bot behavior, even if you're obviously not a bot, but or using a bot, but it's spammy behavior. And so that can be a flag on your account. It can lower your internal trust score, whatever that really actually means with Instagram. And so you just want to be careful that if you have certain hashtags that are performing well for you, great. Keep those in your little toolbox, your inventory, and bring them out, um, cycle them out every so often, but don't literally use the same hashtags at every single time. 
Uh, the second big mistake I see is that people are using hashtags that are either way too large or way too small. And this can be an issue because if you if you remember me saying that hashtags are search-based, right? In order for you to be seen, you're either going to be seen in the top feed or the recent feed of a hashtag. And most likely, um, a lot of your impressions are going to come from the recent feed because unless you're ranking in the top feed, you know, that's the way that you're going to be discovered through hashtags. And so if you're using hashtags that are way too large, um, like I'm just making this up, if you're a fashion blogger, let's say, and you use something like hashtag fashion or hashtag outfit of the day, it's too large a hashtag that when you post almost immediately after you post, there's like 50 other posts coming in. And so your post just gets pushed to the bottom quite quickly. And you're not really going to gain a lot of traction from that. Now, same, same idea with super micro niche hashtags that are, are too small for any search volume to actually really be happening. So you just keep sizes in mind as you are, as you're searching for hashtags and a variety is best in my course, hashtag hacks. I actually give you the exact breakdown of what numbers to use in your set, but variety really here is key. And then the last big mistake I see people making is that they are using banned hashtags or unsafe hashtags. And so this one's a little tricky because it's always evolving. And sometimes a hashtag can be banned and then come back into play and be totally safe. Um, And so the easiest way to tell is just to search a hashtag. And if there's a notice at the top of the hashtag feed, that says something like this hashtag has recently been restricted due to, you know, activity that goes against the community guidelines, something like that. Or if you can only see a top feed on a hashtag and there is no recent feed, then you know, okay, this hashtag I need to stay away from. And you can always check back later on and see if it's okay again. Um, Especially like the timing of this interview this weekend is Easter. And typically every year around Easter, the hashtag Easter gets super inundated, right? With new posts. And because of that, like bots and spam accounts know that there's going to be a lot of eyes on that hashtag this weekend. And so they tend to spam that hashtag with inappropriate content. And so I would not be surprised if Easter was banned seasonally for a couple of weeks time. It has been in the past. And so, uh, just be aware and, and, double check the hashtags that you're using. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I think it's good to feel like you have a way of figuring out what is banned, what is not instead of guessing. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So once we've used these hashtags, can you give us a little bit of insight into how we can see maybe what's working and making some adjustments? Absolutely. So I think the best way to do this is actually, I mean, you don't even have to use any fancy tools. You can just use Instagram's native insights and that can tell you quite a bit. And so I suggest if you're not already switching over to a business profile or a creator profile that gives you access to insights on post more advanced insights. And after you post, when you click on view insights on any post and like swipe up to expand the screen, it will show you how many, how many people that post reached. So that's your reach number. And then how many impressions you had, which is the number of times that people saw your content. And then under impressions, it breaks it down by 
the traffic source and hashtags, if you have enough traffic from hashtags will actually show up as one of those uh, traffic sources. And it will tell you exactly how many impressions actually came directly from hashtags. And so that's a really great way, a really great indicator of whether um, there were hashtags in that post that performed well is when you see a large percentage of people who weren't already following you discovering your post. So that's how I like to look at it. And there is also this like secret hack that I, that I share in hashtag hacks, which Samantha, I think you're part of, so you probably know what I'm talking about, but it's, (laughs) there's a secret hack that I share in, in the course, um, where you can actually see the individual top performing hashtags, um, for each post. But even if you're just looking at generally how many impressions came from a hashtag, I think it's really important to track that data. So you have a good idea of which ones you might want to bring back and which ones maybe you can test something different from. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense when you also talk about, you know, pulling in different hashtags each time, because you know, which posts perform well, you can kind of look at the differences. If you're using the same thing over and over you don't get those kind of differences that you can adjust based on. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So we mentioned hashtag hacks, which I have taken. And I'd love if you could just tell us a little bit more about that and what's included so that people who are listening and who think this could be helpful for their business would know what to expect. Sure. Hashtag hacks is my $27 course. uh, And it's for any, any business or really any creator who wants to use hashtags as a way to get more visible on Instagram. So the primary purpose of hashtags, like I mentioned, is visibility and to drive new traffic outside of your existing followers to your posts. And so in hashtag hacks, I really break down my top performing hashtag strategies into little bite-sized lessons. I think there's like eight lessons and they're, I don't know, usually 10 minutes or less each. So you can definitely get through the entire course and start implementing in one afternoon. It's really meant to be a fast action type of course. And it's really amazing to see the different results that our students have gotten across all sorts of different niches. I mean, literally every niche possible that I could think of (laughs) probably has taken this course at some point because we get so many DMs every week from students who are sharing their hashtag wins. Um, And we've now had over 7,000 students go through this course. So it's, it really has proven my point about hashtags being that universal I don't know, equalizer that anybody can use no matter how large or small your audience is. I mean, we've had people with less than, I think we had someone with 50 followers get a client from a hashtag, which was crazy. And then we had someone who, you know, had 750 followers and one of their hashtags or one of their posts went mini viral and they got, um, what was it? I think they reached like they either reached 45,000 people or they had 45,000 likes. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was crazy. And they like doubled their following overnight. So there's all sorts of successes um, that can happen with hashtags. But the key that I really want to um, leave with you guys here too about hashtags is like any other marketing strategy, it's really important that you test, test, test for your account because your account is going to naturally be different than everyone else's account. So 
I really think that testing is the key to your success, not only in hashtags, but in business in general. But if you're interested in hashtag hacks, um, I'm sure Samantha will leave a link somewhere in the show notes for you guys to check it out. Yes, I will. And we have talked about many times on the show that we need to kind of pick a strategy, test it out for 30 days, 60 days, and see how it's working before you switch and do something else. So it sounds like this is the same thing. You've got to test it out, see how it's working over time, and then make adjustments. Absolutely. I think the marker of any great entrepreneur is someone who can consistently look at everything they do as an opportunity to collect data. That's the way I always look at everything. So I don't see failures or... I mean, I obviously there are times where you're like, oh, dang, that really didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But I really don't see it as like a loss because I'm like, okay, I'm gaining, I'm getting information from this and I'm gaining wisdom from this to help me make better decisions in the future. So if you can look at your business journey like that, I promise you it will be an absolute game changer for you. Perfect. So I like to wrap up and ask people, if you could recommend one thing to a friend, what would it be? If I could recommend one thing to a friend, okay, actually, I'm, I'm going to say this for the season of life that I'm in right now. I would say, don't be afraid to miss out. I think there's this, you know, FOMO, obviously, like fear of missing out. And we feel inclined to need to say yes to every request, every opportunity that comes across our plate. But if you're saying yes, to everyone else's urgencies and everyone else's priorities. You're actually saying no to your own priorities. And so I think it's it's a hard thing to do in practice, but establishing clear boundaries and really being intentional with what you commit to is important so that you can focus more of your time and energy on the things that actually matter to you. So that would be my advice for what I am currently going through. And, I, and I'm sure many of you can probably relate there too. Absolutely. I love that advice. I love that question because I get some really good answers in like practical things to do. I get recommendations for software, all the different things. So I think that's a really good one and something that we all need to practice more, especially as, you know, things are opening back up. We can still say no to opportunities that don't fit Mm -hmm. what we need right now. Yeah. All right. So where can people find and connect with you online? So if you want to come hang out with me online, one of the best places to do that is on my podcast, Cubicle the CEO. We release new episodes every Monday and we're on all major streaming sites. And on Instagram, that's where I'm most active. So if you want to send me a DM, say, hi, let me know you found me from Samantha. Um, I'd love to connect with you. My username is at Miss Ellen Yin. Or you can also connect with our larger community over on at Cubicle to CEO. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think this is going to give people a really good opportunity to learn more about hashtags, not be afraid of them, and try out something that could work for their business. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.